From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 86 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I am here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What is going on, guys? Not much. How you doing? hey Doing good. <laughs> doing good. We're back for episode 86. Uh, we took last week off. Uh, what were we doing? Um... Oh, you you were going you were going to see your see uh, family. Yes, I I traveled down south to go see my dad because his birthday was last week. Right. Happy birthday, right. Danny. Yeah, happy birthday, Danny. Happy <clears throat> happy birthday. And you, yeah, didn't so you go we, to the movies last week too? Yeah. Oh, I did on Thursday. Thursday. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Our normal night that we normally record, Cody made plans to go see a movie. Had How a was hot it? date. A hot day with uh, James's son, huh? Yep, you know it. <laughs> it's the only one I go on dates with other than my wife. That's the only one you're allowed to go on dates with? Well, as far as she knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. That, that'll get me in trouble. Can we Can we just start yeah. over? I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for the door behind you to open. <laughs> oh, sorry. So I, me. I heard that. So how was the movie? She's going she's gonna to pull a Will, Will Smith on you. <laughs> I was I was gonna make another reference to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because that's very relevant right now, but I'll, I'm, I'm not gonna go there. That's that's uh, a whole nother level. Yeah, it's um, a whole new world. Oh, see, there we go. Oh, trying to tie it into you, the episode tonight. I see what you did there. I actually, uh, before we talk about the the movie a little, I I was actually watching a bunch of stuff on the Depp Heard. Uh, whatever defamation lawsuit thing today. I've been watching uh, the trial every day. Inter- interesting stuff. So indeed. Uh, yeah. Um, because we were just watching, we were last weekend, we watched a couple Pirates of the Caribbean movies and whatever the last one was the last one on stranger tides. Dead men tell no tales. Dead men tell no tales. Okay. We were watching that one and um, we, we had brought up that, you know, he, if they do a six one, he's not going to be in it. Uh-huh. And then it got to the end scene and, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a thing during the credits. And I was like, there's gotta be a six, but it just won't yeah. be the same without Johnny Depp in it. I, I don't, I don't think so. It really won't. And there's been rumors swirling around that Disney wants to rebrand entirely whole new story, female lead, this, that, and the other. And despite the end credit scene from that last movie, but Johnny Depp yeah. today um, testified that I, I don't really know why it was relevant, but there's a lot of things in this case that I don't 100% know the relevancy of for what the case is supposed to be about. Um, he said that if he was asked by Disney to do Pirate 6, that he would not do it. Right. Not only would he not do it, but I think the 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 total... They they put a number out there of three hundred million. They said if you if they offer you three hundred million, would you do it? And he said no. no. I wonder if that was too low. I have no idea what his going rate is, especially for a sixth installment. 
Yeah, well, yeah I, I mean, three hundred million think, is that's a lot a, of money for that, one person. That's a good payday. Yeah, I mean, I think he wouldn't do it based off how he was probably treated by Disney when this all went down when this came yeah. out. They kind of just basically dropped him with you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. before the due process, what you know, just hey, you're yeah. accused of this, we're 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 dropping you, but he's still in the ride at Disneyland. So, um, yeah, well, careful, Jason. I swear, if they go in there and start taking <laughs> things out again, first it was the uh, the uh, the auction scene, and now it's going to be Johnny Depp. Yeah, granted, I do. I have to say it now that I brought it up. I do not condone the selling of women just to make that clear but did it happen during those days i so would almost guarantee it it was an accurate representation of the time period that pirates of the caribbean ride was set in certainly oh okay what's wrong with that all right let's move on <laughs> do donkeys so, sing in tune with pirates Sure. sure. That's a stretch, but we could they leave might. it in there. They might. <laughs> so what movie did you go see? It wasn't a Disney movie. It was not a Disney movie. It was actually a movie that Johnny Depp was supposed to be in. Mm. Um, and then he got cut and he was forced into resigning from the position, even though he had already been in two out of this one being the third movie in the franchise. Uh, that would have been Fantastic Beasts 3 or otherwise known as Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Okay. Johnny Depp was supposed to be in it and then got forced out after all the accusations. And how was the movie? Was it good? As far as a standalone movie goes, it was fine. It was not a bad movie. But the, 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 the franchise, the series of Fantastic Beasts has a lot of issues and with every new movie they're creating more and more issues for themselves and so it's getting really hard to get hard to watch and figure out where this is going because it's a prequel to the Harry Potter story we already know and we have some background knowledge of what's happening in this time frame from the books and things like that and the things that are going on in these movies it's just like why, why are you doing this and why are you doing it this way? And it just doesn't make sense with the, the canon and the lore that we already know. So as a standalone, it's fine, but as a greater picture of where it's supposed to fit in with the story, this five movie saga is supposed to be telling it's It's flawed. Gotcha. So they still got two more movies to go. Well, technically yes. But if this one doesn't perform well, which I heard is not. It's not. Um, yeah. it, the whole thing could just get scrapped from here on out, and we may never see the rest of the story on the big screen, which is sad because <laughs> I think it's a story everyone wanted to see, but the way they're going about it is just its frustrating a lot of the fans. Yeah. I saw the first one. I wasn't all that impressed with it. I never saw the second one. I but, saw the first one also. It was enjoyable. I never saw the second one. Yeah. It's all right. the, the, the focus is on the wrong thing and the wrong people and they're just trying to shoehorn everything else in. And I don't know. There's a lot of issues. That's, that's another podcast. So we don't need to go into that. Yeah. I could be here all night, but yep. okay. Moving on. All right. Moving all right. on. Well, let's, let's just, uh, you just want to get into the news. Cause there could be let's a lot. Let's do of it. it. Let's do it. Could be a lot of it. Uh, so yeah, we got, 
got a couple news items. We're going to start with one that could become controversial or is controversial. Um, we're going to get into it a little bit. Um, but I think uh, if you listen to last episode, Cody kind of brought up the the whole Reedy Creek issue. Uh, I, I briefly there, mentioned it, I think. Briefly, briefly for about a half hour, I think. Briefly? Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I don't we think kinda, that word means what you think it means. <laughs> we introduced what it was, because uh, I'll be honest, before um, I, I knew that back in the 60s, you know, Disney was basically given this area. I didn't know it had a name. You know, I didn't know uh, all the as particulars. Much, yeah, all the particulars. Um, but um, I'll just I'll just share share some of the article. The the title of the article is "Florida Lawmakers Vote to Strip Walt Disney World of Special Designation." Um, and basically, their Senate and their House. Uh, this article is about the House uh, voted to strip Walt Disney World of the designation. Walt Disney World was created under the Reedy Creek Improvement District which allowed the resort to operate essentially as its own government, you know, provided its own fire services, police services, um, maintenance, uh, et cetera. Of, out of Disney's pocket rather than the taxpayers. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so earlier this week, uh, the governor of Florida announced that the lawmakers would debate the special districts in a session that was intended to deal with con- congressional district districting. Um, this after Disney had come out and basically didn't really say anything during the whole lead up to the parental rights and education law bill. After the bill was passed, Disney expressed their concern about the bill. Um, and then the Florida legislator decided, hey, we're going to look at Disney's special privileges that we've been giving them for 53 years or whatever, 55 years. Um, so the Senate voted passed the bill, the House voted, passed the bill. Now it's just waiting for the uh, the governor's signature. And basically what it is, it's going to repeal the designation um, that Florida gave to Disneyland and gov- governmental control of the property is going to report or revert back to the two counties that they would sit in, Orange County. And I think you say it, is it Osceola County or Osceola? That sounds Os- good. I think Osceola. I've heard it. Osceola. Osceola. Okay. Uh, they will assume all the assets and liabilities of Reedy Creek. Uh, the counties will be paid taxes for the property um, and be responsible for the infrastructure maintenance and the, all the costs that come, come with it. They will also assume Reedy Creek's debt, which is speculated right now could be as much as $1 billion. Basically over the last however many years, there's a debt that's been accrued in this Reedy Creek district. Uh, but it's, I guess it's a debt that doesn't have to be paid, but it could have to be paid right now. Um, Which I don't know exactly how that works, where it's Disney controlled and funded. Right. How are they in debt? They owe themselves money. Maybe? <laughs> yeah, is, that, is, that how, is, is that the explanation? Yeah. Which is kind of weird because essentially if they're okay with never reclaiming that, then... Is it really a debt? Can they just wash their hands of it? Yeah. Yeah. 
this article does mention, says there's one caveat. The counties themselves can set up a special district that could keep everything the same as it has been for 50 years. So if the state of Florida decides to go through with this, the governor signs it, which it wouldn't take effect until, I want to say it said July of 2023. So that gives Disney, the state of Florida, time to work out a new agreement uh, if they if they wished. Um, and then if they can't, like I said, the article said the counties themselves could set up special districts that would keep everything the same. Uh, so it would just be agreements with the counties and not with the state. Uh, Disney could also take this to court since the special districts legally must be dissolved the same way that they were created. And Reedy Creek was not created in a special legislative session like uh, just happened. It was created, I guess, in a normal legislative session. So there could be some some uh, some issues with the law there. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned that the, I have two articles. The second one was about the House passing it. The Senate had to pass it first, and that that happened earlier in the week. And then it went to the House and was uh, passed fairly quickly. Um, Disney will lose nearly 40 square miles of land that they currently uh, are responsible for. Um, let's see. This article mentions uh, the special district, which I, I think Cody mentioned in last episode, was created in 1967. It basically exempts Disney from a host of regulations, certain taxes and fees, and allowed the uh, company to manage its own theme parks and resorts in the state with little to no red tape. Basically, they could do whatever they wanted to because they were in control of it. They didn't have to wait for um, permits or whatever from the state before deciding to build, you know, add on to the parks, add hotels, um, it said it saved Disney tens of million dollars a year, uh, from, uh, according to a source familiar with the uh, with the company's finances. Um, currently, Disney has declined to comment on this bill. Uh, Representative Reedy Creek did not reply to this mess to a Wall Street Journal request for a comment. Um, that was brought up in a it was a podcast I was listening to. I don't know. It was just something I came across on. YouTube, um, and it mentioned how Disney had come out against the parental rights bill, but this bill they haven't really said a word about. Um, so he thought that was kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, I don't know. All they got to do is throw in there, hey, we'll give you back Reedy Creek. You just got to get rid of Genie Plus. <laughs> we can put all this behind us. Problem solved. Go back to Fast Passes. It's all done. Disney, call me up. I'll help represent you. We'll get right. this deal together. <laughs> we'll push it through. And we'll yes. throw we'll, we'll throw Bob Chapik to the wolves at the same time. <laughs> get rid of them. It says here, it, uh, <laughs> if, uh, if the bill is signed by... The governor, it would take effect June 1st, 2023, and Disney could seek to reestablish a special district after its uh, disillusion. So after it was gone. Um, I think there's a lot of disillusion going on with Disney. Lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll see. It's There's there's still a lot. Now, I, all over Facebook today, I saw, I saw a lot of, I don't know if you want to call it, I won't call it misinformation or fake news, just people not understanding what they were 
reading or talking about because um, there's still a lot of unknowns on you know how much if at all would the residents of Orange County and whatever Osalia County whatever you want to say it uh, would their taxes go up would they then be responsible for more money um, uh, so and then yeah. somebody somebody mentioned you know well hey that's this against the Constitution because Disney has free speech and Florida's trying to squash Disney's free speech. And yeah, I just, I just passed that one up. So anytime uh, I, something happens that someone doesn't like, they claim it's against the constitution. Yeah. I did I not I don't think half those people have read the constitution. I did not engage in that conversation. So, uh, <laughs> so we will see, this is obviously a developing story. Uh, it's not going to be solved this week. Um, I will say that I didn't think things would progress as quickly as they have since we spoke about this oh, right. two weeks ago when we recorded. The governor's ready to go. Let's no do it. Kidding. Up at up at that point, they they I think a lawmaker had introduced it, but it hadn't been before the Senate hadn't gone before the House, and then within just this week, I mean, yeah, Senate Senate approved it, House approved it, and all that's left is a signature. So they are not messing around. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. And I, there was another guy I was watching who who does a, a blog from Florida. Kind of does Disney. He lives in Celebration. Celebrate uh, good times. Come on. And his his opinion was kind of like mine. It's like I, I I don't really have an opinion on it yet. Um, it, it 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 is <laughs> what it is. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next couple months to a year. You know, if the governor does actually sign it and then if he does sign it, if, if, cause obviously if he signs it, I mean, he, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know Florida law, but he can rescind it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, he almost has he to sign it, it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he'd we'll kind of get ridiculed if it got to this point based on things he's said and then right. not sign it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> That was the governor of California. That was Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, I thought he was going to be back, though. Uh, he, he might. He, he can't, every every time I watch that movie, he said he would be back. So I'll be back. And he he has made it clear leading up to this that he would sign it if it passed the House and the Senate. So so we will see uh, what happens. I'm taking that issue to the Supreme Court. In the next, yeah, I'm sure this will go to court in Florida. Um, so we'll see. Disney versus if Disney loses it, churros are going to go to twenty five dollars a piece. <laughs> oh, help us all! <laughs> Actually, I mean, Disney, they're getting close think, to that already. <laughs> I think. I think Disney. If it if it did happen though, wouldn't Disney save money? Because then they would not be responsible for. Yeah. Who knows. For certain things, you know, it would go to the counties, but then there would be more red tape. I guess they, they would have to spend more money. But you'd have I to mean, pay for permits. One, and one, yeah. of the, one of the things you were reading said that it's been saving them tens of millions of dollars per year. I, at least that's I thought that's what yeah. I heard you say. Yeah, so yeah. That's what I'm saying, you know, chimichangas and churros. <laughs> those prices are skyrocketing pretty soon. Well, and yeah. if, if that debt does get assumed into the, uh, the local residents and taxpayers... Was it a one million or a one billion deficit? Uh, I think I said one billion. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a hefty price for a hundred residents. 
<laughs> here, here it is. It says, Disney currently pays property and other taxes to both counties. In addition, the company, as the primary landowner at Reedy Creek, provided most of the $153 million in revenue from taxes and fees that the district collected. That money covers all of the district's governing expenses, including paying about 400 employees, salaries, and servicing about $977 million in long-term bond debt that Reedy Creek has issued over the years. So uh, later on, they go, if, if, if this was to be rescinded, that bond debt then would go to the citizens of that, of those counties, and they would be responsible to pay it back. So, so yeah, this definitely isn't. So there goes my plan for moving to Walt Disney world. (laughs) I ain't paying that bill. Just move to celebration. (laughs) All right. So that's all I got on Reedy Creek. Like I said, I don't, have really strong opinion about it right now. I think uh, it's okay. James has one for you. Yeah, James repeal it. One. So uh, if they repeal it, they repeal <laughs> it. If they don't, they don't. Well, that's pretty uh, profound there, Jason. He, he, <laughs> James is only okay with uh, repealing it because his his daughter is finally old enough though, where he doesn't have to pay for her uh, twenty churros a visit anymore. So he's fine if it's a twenty five dollar churro because he ain't buying it. Right. Oh, it's not going to get to all that. All this stuff will get worked out. It's yeah, all just I think, a bunch of I think, posturing by both sides. And all they need to do is get rid of Genie Plus and it'll where, all be fine. Where did the ostriches come from? <laughs> the ostriches. It's posturing. I said posturing. Oh, I thought you I said, said ostr- ostriches. I think uh, one. Ostriches. And, and I'm kind of. I'm kind of. <laughs> headphone working, Cody? Do you hear the dogs, Cody? <laughs> That's not what an ostrich sounds hey, like. Hey, who let the dogs out? <laughs> Apparently my daughter did. So I I saw one thing that kind of, um, and I don't remember where I saw it, but it's basically like, like James said, D- uh, D- Disney kind of had to do this. Uh, and I think they're doing it to kind of, uh, Disney, Disney did their thing. So Florida's coming back and saying, hey, Disney, basically, stop poking your noses into political matters that don't affect your business. If it's, if it's economic or or business related bills that were, that you're discussing, that is totally fine. Basically they're saying that the bill that the parental rights bill had nothing to do with your business, had nothing to do with economics. Mm -mm. It was about schools. Yeah. And they're, so they're basically saying, Hey, keep your nose out of things that your nose doesn't belong in. And, uh, this wouldn't happen. So uh, whether you agree with that or not, that's totally up to you. But um, that's all I got on Reedy Creek. Cool. So we are moving on. Let's Earlier in the week, on. Disney Parks blog announced that they were going to do some special live event on Wednesday night. Um, a lot of people were speculating on Facebook what this could be. Oh, it's the announcement of a new ride or it's yeah. Uh, Those jerks. Uh, yeah. No. Crazy people. <laughs> Any major uh, announcement like that at this point is going to wait for D23. If it's like a new e-ticket or a new land yeah. or something like that, it's that's D23 news at this point. And I think in my text, I said it's probably having something to do with the Main Street Electrical Parade. And I when, instantly when got I sad as soon as you said that because I, I was, I was like, I whatever could it be? Yeah. And then because like there was nothing about that graphic that was very telling as to what it could be. Like there were no like little miniature, like light bulb patterns that could be associated right. with Main Street Electrical Parade. And so I was like, oh, that's that's curious. I can't wait to find out what it is. 
And then Jason's like, oh, Main Street Electrical Parade. I was like, oh, well, there went my excitement. <laughs> yeah, let's see. But, Mine uh, too. <laughs> I sent, but did you, did we all watch it last night? I did I not. It. it was an hour later than I initially thought it was. And so well, 930 was, is right when Lucy's getting home. And so uh, I wasn't It didn't actually it. start till what, like 940 something? Yeah, it was like. Yeah, 10 to 15 minutes after yeah. what I thought it was supposed to be. Right. What did you, yeah. you think of it? What were your thoughts? Um, well, unlike you guys, it's my favorite parade ever. Yes. So, uh, but I will say. Outdated just like you. We understand. I, no. no. I, w- I would agree <laughs> with you. It's classic. I'd agree um, with you, but then we'd both be wrong. <laughs> uh, That's my, my favorite, favorite parade. Of, my favorite parade of all time. But I would rather see it live. Um it was, yeah, it was live streamed. Well, I'd it, rather be there standing yeah, on the there. street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, seemed like it moved super slow last night. It, like, it, it I was, was like, moving what the slow. heck was going on? It was moving slow. It seemed like it took that first train forever to make its way down Main Street. Yeah. Uh, and I think we were talking about it a little before we started recording. I think Cody was right. They're, they're probably doing it because they were, they were broadcasting it live. Yeah. Uh, so slow it down a little. Um, the one turtle, the front of them wasn't lit up right. That was wrong. Right, and you know that's maybe that's a that's a why they did do it a couple nights early. Uh, the, you know, a lot of people were calling it a cash preview. Yeah, just people at Disneyland got to see it too. Um, yeah, obviously it had most. Yeah, I mean, it had all the same floats that I'm used to, with the exception of the finale now. Um, and what did you think of the finale? Um. I like the American flag part of it. Uh, and basically it's the same float. They just rethemed it to, they've got, they've got characters that you would see that, that look like they were from small world. So Mary Blair influence, they have us that small world. No wonder James doesn't at the like end. it. Uh, that's what I was, when <laughs> me and me and Marcia were watching it and, and it got to the end, you know, and they, they played a little bit of uh, "It's a Small World" music to go along with it. I was like, "Oh, yeah. James is probably hating this right yeah, now." Yeah, right then you could hear me saying, "Oh, <laughs> hell no!" <laughs> uh, no, but they've got some different characters on there from from some Disney movies. Uh, it's a Small World theme or uh, themed characters. They 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 look like they could come from from the ride. Um, I thought Marsha was a little upset that they took out the flag, even though I had told her that that. It was a new end float, but she was like, where's, where's the flag? Why'd they take that out? I was like, cause they. So she was thinking it. that the flag would be there and there would be something else behind it or in maybe, front of the flag. Maybe, maybe. I mean, she didn't, she didn't really say, but you know, I knew that they were taking it out. I had heard that they were taking it right. out. I just think when you have something, when you have a flag like that, that's so patriotic and, and it just feels weird to me to take something like that out of a big parade like that. I mean, if you're going to have that, I mean, it, it said to honor America on right. the, on the, on the float mm-hmm. before it's like, okay, so now we take it out and we're not, I, I mean, to me, that just seems like you're not honoring America, I mean, which is fine. You're, 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 it's a business. You can do whatever you want to. It just seems like Disneyland coming down main street, the main street electrical parade. It's based on, you know, main street from, from early 1900s, yeah the patriotic feel of the whole thing and then to just take that out yeah you know yeah. just to me it's just kind of like 
That's yeah, so, I think. I, mean, I was excited. I was excited to see the the ending flow because I knew they had changed it. You know, I knew it was gonna. You know, they had yeah. Hercules and Moana in there, and uh, what's his name from Coco and you know Miguel, uh, and you had yeah the Encanto Encanto characters, and characters you had Anna and Elsa, and right. I think Jasmine was on there. So yeah, Gianna. I was I was I was excited to see the new float, but yeah, I like the I like the American flag one because it's it just it looks so cool going down you know yeah. into the parade and yeah, you, if you're if you're following the parade, you got to then walk and follow the the last float, which you know down Main Street and uh, so, I mean I still it's still my favorite parade. Uh, I'm kind of uh, bummed because we were supposed to go next week. Our our, our our plans had to change and we would have got to see the parade. Uh, now we're not going till September. I don't know if the parade will still be going on in September. Um, it very really, well could be, it could be, but they haven't announced how long it's going to be here. It, it's here there. They, they, they brought it back because it's, it's the 50th anniversary of the parade and they, they, they didn't did need change. An excuse, please. Yeah. They bring it back whenever they feel like it. <laughs> They bring it back for limited engagements, uh, but yeah, it, that's it is all a, this is, and then there's gonna be another one. It's, well, yeah, that's why it's called limited engagements. I don't know. It shouldn't have a farewell tour. Uh, nevertheless, multiple farewell tours. It had, and I texted you. It had one farewell tour, and then everything else has been limited engagements. I don't know. I feel like the last time, like, because James and I saw it a few years ago, 2017. That's when. That's when I saw it last time. Yeah. And we got like this special like Blue Bayou dining package for it. And we had like the little lanyards and special seating, which really wasn't all or special standing room, which was stupid, stupid. Yeah. You say it. For the um, limited engagement. Yeah. And then you feel yeah. all special. I, I almost about feel like it was a farewell back, tour. And then you find out that, ha ha, suckers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> One farewell tour. <laughs> So, I yeah, just, I don't I'm, know. I'm kind of bummed I didn't get to see it live. Uh, yeah. Well, I, it was live, but you know what I mean. Not there. Yeah. Um, so, Jason, have you seen in person Paint the Night? Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Paint the Night. God, this guy, get a load of this guy. I mean, it, it's a great parade, but. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen Paint the Night. Bigger, better, greater in every way. Yeah, sometimes new isn't better. <laughs> Sometimes classic is better. All right. Okay. So, so just on. like if they put a <laughs> lap a lap bar on Splash Mountain, I would say I like the Odeway better. Hey, you know what? So, All I would say is it might save somebody's life. But then yeah. if the boat sinks, how do you get out of the lap bar? Right? Hey, I will just say Florida has <laughs> sunk twice now and uh, everyone yeah. has lived. Everyone well, has gotten out of the log. Well, so one far. day that has to change. So, <laughs> so speaking of the parade, it was a it was a special preview because the parade is coming back for a limited engagement starting Friday, uh, what April twenty second. We're recording on Thursday, April twenty first. Uh, along with the Main Street Electrical Parade, the for uh, Disneyland Forever Fireworks Show is returning that night, and the World of Color is returning that night. Wow! So it's going to be a busy night at the Disneyland it Resort. Is indeed. Uh, and then Phantasmic comes back in May. A month. Yep. End yeah. of May. So Memorial uh, Weekend, probably. I don't know the I, exact date was announced, but it probably lines up with Memorial I, Weekend. For some reason, the date of May 28th is sticking in my head, but I don't know. Uh, let me look on my calendar. May 28th is a Saturday. So maybe the 27th? 7th, maybe. Yeah. Um, 
you have to do in the Friday thing, then it, then it might be the 27th. It's probably in my notes somewhere, but, um, it's not in the notes I'm looking at here. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a busy night tomorrow night at Disneyland resort. If you're there, um, it's going to be packed. Yes. And there is a new virtual queue system for world of color. Uh Um, that was introduced. So no more going and getting your fast pass tickets from the machine. It's all going to be on your, on the Disneyland app. From what I read, you're going to, you're going to sign into it. You get your spot. It'll, it'll give you where you're sitting and then you just go back when it's time. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how that works. Cause the whole world of color seating has just been a mess. Always. always. <laughs> yeah. With fast passes, without fast passes, you know, them standing there with the big different color, you Light, know, you go yeah. over there. Yeah. It's like, what a yeah. freaking mess that whole thing has been. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what it, what this new queue is like. Yeah. Probably I mean, no do- different. It's probably just a, a a digital version of how the fast pass operated for yeah. world of color would be my guess. But yeah, then, I, I, mean, right. I remember at times you had to, you had to figure out where to, where to go wait in line, you know, whether you were in the blue area or the red area yeah. or the orange, whatever the colors were. Yeah. Some of them lined up by the pier, some lined up in different places. Uh, so uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, how it goes, but yeah, that's, that's going to return next month. So do you guys have anything else on nighttime entertainment that's coming back? I know James is going in two weeks, so he'll get a chance to see it if he wishes. Um, Test out be, the world of color. I will be looking for the uh, Elliot popcorn bucket. The That's going to be supposed to be being sold. I don't think it's sold yet, right? They're going to be start selling them tomorrow with everything else? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so that is one popcorn bucket I think looks pretty cool. It's, it's shaped like Elliot, you know, Peach Dragon, lights up. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. That is my favorite float out of the entire thing because I think it's cool that Elliot's up there. I mean, Elliot's uh, Pete's up there and and makes Elliot disappear or uses the audience to help make Elliot yeah. disappear. So I think that's pretty cool. So I'll be looking for that popcorn bucket and I will wait in line for that. My wife's not too happy with me saying that, but <laughs> I'm ready to wait in line for that thing. And I don't care about the sipper. I know that sipper's that little turtle, but I don't care about it. <laughs> I do. I do have one good memory associated with. I was going to say World of Color. What I meant to say was Main Street Electrical Parade. Mm-hmm. When I got my annual pass, my first annual pass in 2017, I walked all the way from Hyatt Regency to Disneyland. Uh, walked to the ticket booth because I had bought my annual pass online. Went to the ticket booth to get my annual pass card and then i was like well i walked all the way over here and i was all by myself uh, everybody else was off doing other things and i was like i'm right here i have an annual pass and this was like pre-covid obviously it's 2017 so no reservation or anything like that required so i just went in and it was right when uh main street electrical parade was coming through and elliot was coming around town square uh-huh. and i'm like this is cool this is cool well, there you go <laughs> memories Yep. The greatest parade ever. And that's, I think that was the same year. Yeah. 2017 when we did the little dining party yeah. for dining package and it should have, it should have said uh, RIP 2017 on its gravestone. And yet here it is in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be back again. Yeah. So. And this is the last time you'll see it in Disneyland. 
Now it's going to be over at California Adventure. <laughs> well, it did move to it did move to California Adventure for a while, right? Because I remember right. seeing it over there, and yeah. then it'll go to Disney With World, the and then it'll go to Tokyo, and then it'll come fans back to of, Disneyland. Fans of Disney World really want it back too, because they give it to them they in can the have it. in the um, in some of the the Facebook things when they were talking about the the special preview. Somebody did say, "I think they're going to introduce that that Main Street Electric Parade is coming back to Disney World." And I was like, no, they're not. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, moving on to the next item, um, Tarzan's Treehouse, which has been closed since September of 2021, I believe, for refurbishment, and it is still closed. Um, I know when we were there in November, they had the walls up; it was all blocked off. When we were there in February, same thing, um, and. Um, it, they've just been saying refurbishment. Nothing official from Disneyland yet that I've seen on what's going to happen with it. No, just uh, confirmed by Disney officials, but no one can say in any of these articles who Ooh. these officials are. Right. Can't provide any quote or no. any material as to what it's going to be changed to. So here's here's an excerpt from an article from the Orange County Register, which, you know, they're they're... They're in Disneyland's backyard, so uh, you would think they would possibly have some insight. It was published by a guy named Brady McDonald. It says, Disneyland to give Tarzan's treehouse a new theme. Uh, Tarzan will soon be swinging out of his treehouse at Disneyland to make room for a rethemed attraction that will see a new Disney character move into the 80-foot-tall man-made tree in Adventureland. Disneyland will reimagine Tarzan's treehouse in Adventureland with a new theme and backstory, according to Disneyland officials. There's those those Disneyland official guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, kind of like when uh, years ago I was in the mil- when I was in the mil- mil- military, someone would say, "Well, well, they they told me to do it. Well, who's they? You know, oh, them over there. They they must be the same people as the Disneyland officials because <laughs> nobody could tell us who they was." Um, but yeah, uh, the treehouse experience isn't going to go away, but the Tarzan theme won't return when the attraction reopens, according to those Disneyland officials again. Uh, the walkthrough's new theme, backstory, and reopening date have not yet been announced. Um, some initial work has been uh, done on the tree. They uh, they demolished a stump and the suspension bridge entrance that had Which been added. Which was the added. best part. Yeah, it was added when it became Tarzan's treehouse. In the nineties, uh, when it when it switched over from the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, um, so we will see. Uh, of course, uh, it this does mention the Mice Chat article, and they're speculating that it's going to be something with Encanto. Um, so Encanto is one of the rumors. Another rumor, I think, is retheming it back to Swiss Family Robinson, right? Because yeah, and I, I didn't realize until I was reading this article, but I guess they're doing a series on disney plus they're rebooting swiss family robinson or something is it a series or are they just remaking the movie or i think I it's gonna be a series, series from what i remember seeing yeah okay so that'll be interesting i wouldn't mind it going back to swiss family robinson and yeah. i did i didn't think about it till i was reading this article i was just at disney world a few weeks ago and one of the things i wanted to do was go uh, walk family. through the swiss family robinson treehouse and i completely forgot about it completely forgot to do it huh yep, <laughs> that was something when I went to Disney World for the first time, and and the only thus far, was I I made sure to do Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I did it when we went a few years ago with my sister and their family, but in her family, but uh, I forgot to do it this time. And I, leading up to it, I was thinking I really want to make sure that I go in there again, but I completely spaced it. There's just yeah, did, so much going on when you go there. Yeah. At Disneyland, the Swiss Army Tree House closed March 8th, 1999. They were booted out of their tree. Um, and then in uh, Tarzan, the movie hit theaters June 18th, 1999. And the tree house opened up on June 23rd, 1999 as Tarzan's tree house. So, um, I mean, it was, it was well themed for the area made, you know, it made yeah. sense. Um, you know, obviously I, I would be excited if they brought back the Swiss Tommy Robinson treehouse. Cause I, I was a treehouse when I went as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. So we will see. Yeah, it says there's a new Swiss Family Robinson series in the works for Disney+. Plus, So that's another possibility. I know that Encanto is kind of all the rage right now, um, but I don't think they could do Encanto justice with that tree. There's, Encanto is, is too big. The scope on it is way too big. That, Granted, there is a prominent tree in Encanto. Yeah. Um, for Antonio's treehouse. Antonio, tree. yeah. But I don't know. I feel like it would just feel like a cheap reskin if they tried yeah. to make it Antonio's Treehouse. I think I should save this for your the Cody's Corner because we are moving over into DCA, uh, which you, you you can explain later. I think Encanto would be good if they took if they took it over to DCA where they used to show Frozen and Aladdin and have an Encanto type show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, they can have the house and, you know, the characters and. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that would be a fine place for it because yeah. there's nothing going on over there right now. They're not yeah. bringing Frozen back. They've already yeah. said that that's done. So they should, they should move Encanto in there, you know, uh, capitalize off of the success of the movie and. Yep. Uh, don't talk about Bruno the whole time. <laughs> so uh, I think, I think that would be cool. Which they've got that don't talk about Bruno light in projection show on the small world facade now. At oh, night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They've got an Encanto thing going on. So. Which you'll get to see if you want. Yes. I'm going to watch for it. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I hear the excitement in his voice. Yeah. Well, and it's just, I don't know. Uh, granted, they're they're trying to bring it into the park because it's been very very popular. Yeah. Well, the weird thing about it is it's become popular since it hit Disney Plus, not since it came out in theaters. Like the surge came once it hit Disney Plus, and maybe people aren't just going to the movie theater like they used to anymore. That they're just waiting for things to pop up on on Disney Plus. But yeah, all it is is it's just essentially the music video. I mean, it's a little bit different because they had to map it to the smaller facade, but they just play the don't talk about Bruno song. So it's two to three minutes long and they just throw some animations up that are from the movie. And which I don't know, I guess if that's your thing, then then great. But I think they do it like a 20, 30 minutes before fireworks. So then you're already in that area geared up for fireworks, but right. I mean, similar to what they do at, at Christmas time, don't they, they, they do some Christmas display on small world. Uh, yeah. Christmas type show with like a uh, like a lighting, yeah. When all the Christmas lights come on at night, and then I think they play a little music, yeah. Christmas music or something. 
So, all right. The, uh, the next thing, which, uh, I've never been there, but Hong Kong celebrates their reopening. They've closed what several times since COVID. They're, uh, they're trying to be like the Main Street Electrical Parade. Yeah, we're back coming. and we're closed and we're back and we're, back. And we're yeah. closed. But yeah, they uh, Hong Kong opened back up again, um, according to the Disney Parks blog. Um, yeah, I don't have too much to say about that. I just wanted to mention it because I think that was the last one that was closed. Or is Shanghai, is Shanghai open? I believe so so yeah i think hong kong was the last i think the only one the only ones that have really been struggling with closures since their initial openings have been hong kong and paris Hmm. there may have been one closure of shanghai but i think shanghai's remained open but i'm not 100 percent sure and they're in china weird there's yeah there's a there's a difference with mainland china and and hong kong as far as they're operated yeah. So there you go. If you're uh, heading out to Hong Kong, Disneyland's back open. Uh, we got a new trailer and poster for the Disney and Pixar movie Lightyear coming in, what, June, I believe? I believe it's Release June. Date, June 17, 2022. Um, the prequel um, to the Toy Story where you, where you learn the backstory of uh, Buzz Lightyear, voiced by Chris Evans. Which seemed weird when I watched the first preview. I was <laughs> right. I, I wasn't expecting. I, I knew it was Chris Evans, but I wasn't. I was expecting Buzz Lightyear, you know, yeah. uh, Space Ranger uh, voice, but Tim Allen. Um, yeah, come on. Um, but yeah, that's coming out June seventeenth, twenty twenty two. They um, and it is in theaters. It's not coming to Disney Plus first. You do have to go to the theater first if you want to watch it, which. It's probably going to be the next movie that I go to the theater and see because I know Calvin, he had mentioned he wants to go see, um, see it in, in the theaters. Uh, kind of off the topic, but with Pixar, uh, Calvin is going through all the, like we're doing with the Disney movies, uh-huh. he's going through all the Pixar movies and he's watching them all in, in, in order. Cool. Uh, and he's almost done. So Well, yeah, because there's like, like, what, 13 to 15 of them? There's 20, 20 something. Oh, I guess with all the, yeah, because there's a few sequels. Yeah, yeah. it's probably closer to twenty. So yeah, he's watching, he's watching them all. He's like, well, when you're done, you need to go and start watching all all the uh, Disney ones. So he's like, no, there's too many. <laughs> you guys I will say, oh, go ahead. Oh, um, and just to kind of move on from Pixar, um, within the last three weeks, I've watched Cars twice. No, and any any particular reason? I don't know. I was just I was in a mood um, a couple weeks ago. I was oh, I was feeling a little down and just wanted something e- easy to watch that I had seen, but I knew it was good and just kind of like a feel good. And I had recently watched Inside Out, which was usually my go to for Pixar um, in the last several years. But I was like, you know what? Cars sounds like it would be a good time, and yeah. I watched it and I was like man, it just came all flooding back to me. And then like literally like a week later, like Tuesday to Tuesday, I watched it again and it was just as good the second time a week later. And I was like, man, this movie yeah. is good. You know, we may, we may get into the Pixar movies eventually, but, and a lot of people have cars rated kind of low, uh, but I have cars rated probably top five. Um, yeah, I'd so. put that up there in top five. Now car, cars too. No, no way. <laughs> no, that's, that's at the bottom. <laughs> 
but yeah, cars, uh, the whole, I mean, the whole series as a whole, I mean, I like cars three also. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe someday we'll get into Pixar or into, yeah, the Pixar movies. So James, did you have a few things that you wanted to mention before I move on to our last news item before we get to our movie that we watched Aladdin? Sure. Except now I'm trying to figure out what your last news item is. So I don't, it's related to, it's related to, (laughs) it's related to Aladdin. Okay. Gotcha. Now I remember. I was wondering if you guys seen, had seen the uh, trailer for Thor love and was it love and thunder? Love and thunder. See that. You guys see that trailer that just came out last week in the last week or so? I did. I have not. I I haven't seen it. No. Gotcha. No, I saw the trailer for that one, but I did not. I have not yet seen the trailer for Buzz Lightyear, but I think that just came out today or yesterday. A new trailer came out today. Yeah. Yeah. Hadn't seen that. Yeah. If you, if you do want to check out that trailer, you can go to the Disney, uh, or go to Pixar's Facebook page, Pixar's Twitter page, and you can, you, you can check it out. So. So I think one of the other things that I was thinking of, uh, the character interactions are back, Disneyland and Disney World both. That started. That was quite the buzz. Yeah, just three days ago, right? On Monday they started that. So no more of them sitting behind uh, rope and you can't get close to them. Now you can go up to them just like you could before. Uh, Autographs are back. Pictures are back. uh, Hugging them is back. So that's cool to Which see that inter- coming back. Interestingly enough, I, there seems to kind of be a mixed reaction on on that. I think there was a lot of people that kind of started really liking the kind of distance yeah, well, I think I think the distance thing was kind of cool just because of the fact that you didn't have to sit and wait for 20 minutes or 30 <laughs> minutes to get up there to take a picture. And it was kind of cool. You could just go up there and snap a quick selfie. So, I mean, that was cool, but I think it's definitely better to be able to go up and, you know, Put yeah. your arm around them and take a picture. Especially with like little kids and stuff. You always see that those yeah. videos where it's like this, you know, two, three year old's first time seeing Mickey Mouse and they just yep. run yeah. up yeah, like, to him and give him a big hug. Yeah. Over in over in DCA last time we went, they had it right there in the whatever their hub or whatever it's called. And you know, you see Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse or you see other characters. And it was kind of cool to you know, you didn't have to wait in a line. You could just whenever there was a space, you jump in, take a quick selfie or have someone take a picture of you and yeah. You know, you got their attention for a minute, but to me, it was sad when I, like in the, when I would see them in like the princess area over in Disneyland and like the little girls couldn't go up and, uh, you know, hug the, the princess, you know, to me, that was kind of sad because right. yeah, yeah, they, that might've been their only trip to Disneyland ever in their life, you know, and they didn't get to interact with the princess like, like you would normally. So it's, I'm, 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 I'm glad that it's back, you know? Yeah. I yeah. won't be waiting in line to hug a princess, but. Uh, that's okay you can stand in line with james for to hug flynn rider yeah now now flynn's out there i'm definitely waiting in line for that one oh jeez that's funny Uh, you mentioned that i'm going to be in disneyland in a couple weeks hopefully that's still happening it looks like we're going to be able to make that happen so um that is going to be may the 4th uh, that will be there. So the Star Wars night, we finally got our tickets. Two after, years later. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd called in December when I was supposed to, to transfer the, the old tickets to the new tickets. And they said, okay, yeah. we're going to, we're not doing it digitally right now. We're just going to send you paper tickets. They're going to be in plain white envelopes. I'll be watching for those. And I waited and waited and my friend got his and we never got ours. And so finally I called again and come to find out they sent them to the wrong address or something. So but they sent me new ones, so 
hopefully we'll be going in two weeks for that. Nice. And then uh, I think the only other thing I was talking about, one thing I keep seeing on there is those, maybe I shouldn't even talk about it because I can already feel myself getting mad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> the annual pass holders, the key oh. pass, whatever, I don't care what you call them, but they're all standing in this line for this, like they have this free reusable straw in this little case and it has an AP on the side of it or the magic key or whatever. And I'm just seeing yeah. all these people posting these pictures like, look what I got. I mean, come on. What's and it's the, not even one of those cool ones that when you like take it out, it like flips out. Yeah. It, you have to like screw each piece in. Yeah. So you're going to drop it and then you're going to want to put it in your mouth. And it's like, what is that? And like, really, I spent what? $1,400, $1,200. I don't even remember. $1,200 on a stupid ticket. And you give me a little reusable plastic straw. I mean, like, I just, I don't get the appeal of it, but everybody, like I saw someone like doing a video, like, Hey, here's my son with the, the, the unwrapping the key holder straw and he's unwrapping. He's like, see how it works. <laughs> like, what the heck is, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, who cares about this? Straw? But every time somebody gets one in one of these Facebook groups, they got to post a picture of yeah, it. Yeah. They got to the post a picture of it. It's, I got I'm, my straw. I'm starting to feel like those people that are posting the, the, the red card saying I'm the chosen one. It's like, no, <laughs> It's just stupid. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Can we delete that, please? Um, <laughs> did you have the same opinion of the complimentary sunglasses that they were giving out? You know, the sunglasses, I was thinking, well, at least I'll I'll get them or try to get them if I can get in there. But, I, you know, you can tell they're just cheap sunglasses. I mean, they're, they're super cheap. I mean, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. I don't care about that. I, I've stuff, seen I opinions of annual pass holders or magic key holders online that feel that those types of things make being a pass holder worth it. That they feel like that makes the experience for them. That they feel that because they are magic key holders, annual pass holders, that they are entitled to special privileges and gifts and experiences free buttons or pins, things like that. Um, and that's the make or break. You know, you know what I think is cool as annual pass holders is if you're a pin collector and you go and you buy those pins that you can put on a lanyard or you can put on a, on a bulletin board at home or a cork board at home, at home. I think it's cool. Like we were at Disney world and it was very cool. Cause they had all the 50th uh, anniversary things. And they had a special pin for chase debit or credit card holders. And I thought that was really cool because it's something that not everybody can buy. It's still yeah. a nice pin. You're still going to spend 20 bucks on it or 15 bucks on it or whatever, but it's nice because not everyone can get that. I think for annual pass holders, they have those also for annual pass holders, but mm -hmm. you know, different pins. I think that's cool. And that makes it feel a little bit more worth it. But to me, like a, a straw that's worth maybe a buck 50, maybe a buck 50. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, uh, like, give me pins that I can choose from all day long, or the fact that you can, you know, because if you're a key holder or a pass holder, you can go and get a hat and you can get a special 
because I think Cody, I remember you doing that. You had the AP, and I thought that was cool because I was like, I didn't even know you could do that. You went and bought like a Mickey hat, if I remember. It was, I think, it was white yeah. with like the black Mickey on it. And then yes. since you're an annual pass holder, back then they would put the little embroidery on the side that said the AP. AP. Yeah, and that kind of stuff I think is cool because you know that if you want to feel special about being a, a an annual pass holder or a, a key holder then that's cool. I just, I don't get the sunglasses that I've heard that people put them on and they get them wet and the logo rubs right rubs off. Rubs right off. Or the yeah. little straw thing. That, like you said, it's not even a cool straw. Like you have to take it apart, screw it to get, I mean, come on. I, yeah. I just, I, I, I like the little perks like buying pins or being able to embroider things that other people can. I think that stuff's cool. Uh-huh. I just, I don't get the straws and the and the sunglasses. I think if you're spending twelve hundred dollars on a ticket and you're excited about a dollar and fifty dollar fifty straw, then you know, fantastic, I guess. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, I, rent, agree, I agree with rent, you. Rent over. We can move on. <laughs> I agree. That's here, all here. I'm gonna say. Yeah, and there was the yeah. rumor this week that. Someone started posting something about Disney. Disney announced that they're going to no longer renew, or not no longer, <laughs> that they were going to not allow renewal of the Dream or the Believe uh, keys. And that thing's yeah. that thing blew it way out of proportion. <laughs> like everyone's reporting on it, Disneyland announces they're not going to renew, not going to allow you to renew. But then when you kind of look into it a little bit, it looks like it's all coming from a single letter. From someone who, you know, I don't even understand the situation. They had a, a multi-day ticket or something and they, they used part of it pre-COVID and then used part of it. At, I don't even know. They somehow got a key that expires in May of this year, which I, I have no idea how they did or if I'm even. They would have had to apply it. apply a ticket that yeah. they had used and Disney allowed them to apply part of that. Kind of like when I bought my, what I have, the Enchant key, I, I applied my three-day ticket that I bought to the cost of the yeah. The key, yeah. So. I guess the weird thing about it is that when they did that, they did not get a a renewal of one year after the keys were introduced. That their renewal, or I guess now lack thereof, was backdated to the first of May, which was yeah five months before Magic Keys were introduced. Yeah. yeah. But that story just kind of blew way out of proportion. I mean, when I first saw it, I, I've got to admit, I looked at it, I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> like, yeah. you're not going to let us renew our passes? Yeah, but I think then, you sent me a text that says something like, screw Bob Chapek or something. Yeah, I don't something know like you... that. Something like that. So. <laughs> I send a lot of texts like that <laughs> recently. Uh, <laughs> poor, poor Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, they're going to – I mean, when, when it's time for you guys to renew – you're going to be able to renew. I mean, yeah, I otherwise, they're not going to so. have any key holders. Yeah. So, so it's just funny to Especially me. Especially at the, top, the highest uh, tiers. Yeah. The most expensive ones. Yeah. It's just funny. They're not going to me. force people to downgrade. They may not introduce more numbers, you know, and if some people choose not to renew or, or downgrade, then there may be some spots up for grabs. But they're not going to allow, not allow the people already having them to not yeah. renew. That's, that's silly. That's yeah. renewable income. Yeah, for them. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw that. It kind of, I was kind of thinking, man, what's because, that? Man, the, the, the freaking headlines these days are so clickbaity. Yeah. So clickbaity, especially this one 
uh, journalism site, and I'm using journalism pretty <laughs> loosely. Um, my goodness, it's almost not even news. They're so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I think that I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Recently, they were, they were, they had posted on Twitter. They were looking for writers, uh, and one of the requirements was like. You had to you had to do like twenty five articles a week, or I mean it was a it was a crazy amount. So I can see why some of their their well, I guess you can call them writers uh, put out stuff that really, like you said, is really clickbait. I think they're just getting stuff out to get stuff out, and it, even yeah. if it's even if it's not because a lot of these or articles relevant are or, like a one minute read. I mean they're. There are a yeah. couple paragraphs at, at three to, most. Three to three to four hundred words, and you 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 got to do like twenty eight of them a week or something like that. It was it was crazy because I yeah I looked at what the requirements were. I was like, and you is... got to be willing to to write on on the weekends too. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So if that's all. That's all the ranting you got, James. I think so. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm looking at my notes. Did you guys hear about the employees that got? Fired from Disney World because they were stealing things from people's rooms. I saw, I did not, I saw the headline, I did but I didn't read into it. What yeah. happened? Well, basically, I there, guess I'd been getting some complaints or something. And it was at the place that I'd stayed when I went with my sister a few years ago, the Port Orleans Riverside, which is a pretty nice hotel. But anyways, it I guess is. Yeah. They, they got some complaints of uh, things missing. So they put on a like a sting operation, I guess. And they had the FBI involved. So they had a, a room that wasn't occupied, but they made it look like it was occupied. And they put a backpack in there with uh, an iPad, an iPhone, all kinds of different stuff, and like $200 in cash in the pocket. And then you know, they told this, these, these two housekeepers, you know, you need to go clean up this room. And so they had cameras everywhere. <laughs> so they go into the room and they like, the according to the article, one of the housekeepers goes right to the back and they just start going through this stuff. And it shows them just opening things and going through things. And it wow. said that they left all the devices, but the cash, Smart. the $200 cash, they took out uh, 130 of it and split it between the two of them. They both took $65 and left the 70 there, um, you know, zipped everything back up, cleaned the room and then left. And so, you know, and I guess they had all the dollars, all the, all the money, uh, marked. Mar- yeah, marked, or they had the serial numbers or whatever. So they found yeah. the money on them. It matched the serial numbers. They had all the video of them. So they're, they're out of there, but so they man. got fired over sixty five dollars. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, yeah, plus whatever else they had before that point. Right, right, <laughs> right. Which so. is just crazy because there's such a thing with a just you know being able to trust the cleanliness of a hotel when you check in, and yeah, whether or not the sheets were actually changed and things like that. But then did everyone leaves personal belongings, devices, and things like that? Yeah. Oh yeah, in their hotel rooms. But I can tell you, I don't leave it in a backpack on the bed. I'll usually put it in one of the drawers or something. So yeah. Uh, so if if you're gonna steal some from you, you got to make an effort. You know, you got to go look for it. Yeah. I'm just not gonna leave it on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that is crazy. Especially yeah. when you're told that oh there won't be any housekeeping because of COVID, and then you one day <laughs> into your stay, um, your wife's contacts have been. Uh, are missing and the toothbrush and the razor. And it's like certain things are missing. Some things have been moved. Some things are completely untouched. It's like somebody was in this room. Yeah. 
So, anyways, that's all I got. I'll shut right. up now. So, before we get to our Finally. movie that we watched <laughs> this week, uh... <laughs> oh, oh, here's another episode of the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jason. I'll shut no, up. No, you're fine. For real now. <laughs> you're fine. Um, so before we get into the movie, there, there was some, again, just like the mainstream electrical there, parade. There was some sad news, uh, and it ties into the movie that we watched this this for this episode of Aladdin. Um, comedian Gilbert Gottfried uh, died on April twelfth. Um, and originally said long illness. Um, I did find out today that the cause of death was a. Re- Current ventricular tachycardia. I don't. I don't know if I. I, I butchered that. Due to myotonic dis, dystrophy type two, which is basically a like a weakening of the muscles and um, you know the muscles in the heart, muscles in, for breathing and stuff. Um, I don't know how long he had had it, um, but yeah, he died on on April twelfth uh, unexpectedly. Um, they said. Uh, but he did. He was in the movie Aladdin. He provided the voice of Iago, uh, which is probably his biggest uh, Disney role. Um, some of the other ones that I looked up, you may or may not have seen or known about. He played Minister Cleon in the Hercules the series. He was Kronk's annoying voice in The Emperor's New School. He was Mike McNasty in Adventures in Wonderland. I don't know what that one was. Yikes. He was he was one of the possums in Bear in the Big Blue House. He was Randy Cunningham, or he was Ranginald Bagel in Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja, and he was the woodpecker in the Timon and Pumbaa series. Um, but if, if you've seen Aladdin, you would recognize his voice as Iago, uh, which we did watch Aladdin. Um, he wasn't that old. Was he 60, 67? Yeah. 67. Um, yeah. So yeah, he passed away. Um, his family put out a, uh, Twitter post shortly after we were heartbroken to announce the passing of our beloved Gilbert Gottfried after a long illness. In addition to being the most iconic voice in comedy, Gilbert was a wonderful husband, brother, father, and friend to his two young children. Although today's a sad day for all of us, please keep laughing as loud as possible in Gilbert's honor. Uh, love the Godfrey family. And I guess during, I don't know if he had a you know, celebration of life or a funeral, but I guess it was uh, as he would have wanted it, very entertaining. So, um, so that's the sad news leading into our next topic. Uh, yeah, that was real. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We should have, <laughs> Maybe didn't we should have said that at the beginning. Wasn't he? Didn't he do the Aflac duck too? I don't. I don't know if he did the Aflac duck. I mean, it kind of sounds like his voice. Uh, but I can. Uh, I can Google that real quick. Gilbert Gottfried. Aflac. Aflac. Oh, uh, he had done it in the past. The first article that came up from the Hollywood Reporter. Gilbert Gottfried fired as Aflac Duck after Japan tweets. So I don't know oh. what he tweeted, but see <laughs> uh, oh. an article comedian Gilbert Gottfried fired as the voice of the Aflac Duck. So back in two thousand, prior to two thousand eleven, I guess he had done the the duck, and then he got fired. 
So I guess he tweeted jokes about the earthquakes and tsunamis in Japan. So they, they fired him <laughs> for being insensitive. <laughs> so 2011. So cancel, cancel he, culture before cancel he, culture was a I thing. I was just going to say he got canceled before it was a thing. <laughs> uh-huh. So, the trendsetter. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so that leads us into our main topic of the night. We watched the movie Aladdin. A whole yes. new world. The 31st <laughs> Disney animated feature film released on November 25th, 1992. You liked that, didn't you, James? <laughs> the way you said world sounded so weird. It's like, <laughs> it's like what? What? What, what, what accent was that? It, was a little, it ended up being a little nasally. <laughs> it was like a whole new world. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's just cut that part out. Nope. Nope. Not at all. I'm not, I'm not a professional singer Whoa. and I put myself out there. And now I'm ruining it. I apologize. Oh. Making you feel insecure. You know, I bet that there's somebody out there that listens to this just to hear me sing because they never know when it's going to happen. I if you, will take if that you listen, <laughs> If you listen to the podcast just to hear Cody sing, please email us, talkingdizzypodcast at gmail.com. Tell us your favorite Cody song. Somebody please. Uh, <laughs> I can't afford to be wrong on this one. All right. So Aladdin, 31st. Going to get uh, an email from Jody Jackson. <laughs> I love to hear Cody sing. It's my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> why, why does she sound like that? Where is she from? Are you... <laughs> uh, all right, sorry, uh, Jesse. You're trying to say stuff, and we're just no, sorry, no. Jeff. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> so what did I say? Oh, Aladdin, uh, 31st animated feature film, released November 25th, 1992. It says a uh, little synopsis here: Join the charming street rat Aladdin, the determined Princess Jasmine, and the hilarious genie, voiced by the unforgettable Robin Williams, on a wondrous journey filled with action, laughter, and Academy Award-winning music. Um, see what else can I say about the movie? Uh, you mentioned Robin Williams, probably, probably one of the well, the star, the star of the movie to me. But uh, I think I think one of the funniest uh, people in any of the Disney movies that I've seen. Um, Robin Williams playing the genie. Um, from what I heard, he ad libbed most of his lines. Yeah, uh, you can watch. There was outtakes of all kinds of stuff that didn't make it. Uh, basically, you give you give Robin Williams a microphone and tell him to go to work, and you're going to get some comedy gold. So, so a couple things that I read about that specifically is one that he talks so much that they have like 16 hours of material of him talking and doing stuff. And another thing that I thought was interesting was. Uh, they wanted to submit like the adaption of the screenplay uh, to the Oscars, you know, to try to win in for the category of best adaption of screenplay. But, but since he ad libbed so much of it, they couldn't do it because he didn't follow the script. <laughs> so, <laughs> there, there wasn't enough of the screenplay in the yeah, final movie. Exactly. Huh? There was a, he ad libbed too much so that the screenplay isn't actually what ended up on, on the film. So that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Well, that was just his adaptation of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so let's see. 
Um, had a limited release November 13th, debuted in uh, over 1,100 theaters on November 25th, grossed $19.2 million in its opening weekend, which was number two in the box office that weekend, behind Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Uh, after eight weeks, it surpassed Beauty and the Beast as the most successful Disney animated film in U.S. box office history, uh, which was then surpassed by The Lion King, which we're going to watch next episode. Um in the U.S., it held the top spot five times um, between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, let's see, it made five hundred or it made two hundred seventeen million dollars in the United States in nineteen ninety two and five hundred and four million worldwide. Um, so I would say fairly successful in the box office. Um, critics enjoy this movie. They give it a ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so not a lot of bad things that people can say about this movie. Well, now it's interesting that you say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because as I was watching, because I think there's a disclaimer at the beginning of it, right? Isn't there one of the, it Is was it, it one wasn't, of the culturally insensitive yeah, or something it, like it that? wasn't right then and it's not right now. And so I think that that came up at the beginning of this. And I thought to myself, who in the, what in the heck? Who's complaining about Aladdin? What is controversial about Aladdin? So I started looking at it online, and it seemed like there was a lot of controversy about it that I never realized was there. I, you know, there's here's some of the controversies that I saw in the opening song "Arabian Nights." Um, yep. It was altered following complaints from the American Arab Anti Discrimination Committee. Uh, the lyrics, original lyrics, one of the lines says, "Where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face." Right. That was changed okay. to where it's flat and immense and the heat is intense. Yeah. So, um, which I, I, I don't know. I feel like I like that. That sounds better for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, another concern there was um, when Aladdin is threatened by the tiger, Raja, uh, people were saying that it was a subliminal message telling it said, good teenagers, take off your clothes. Right. Uh, when in reality, it said, good tiger, take off and go. And during part of that, Raja kind of uh, kind of roars or does something. So it's kind of hard to hear. But the line is, good tiger, take off and go. And the word it said the word tiger is overlapped by Raja's snarl. Yeah. So, it, so people heard, good teenagers, take off your clothes. Like, I, I, that was one of the controversies. Um, so... Yeah. I don't know. And I think just the depiction of the characters, I think, was a big thing that I was reading about. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like like I said, I had no clue. <laughs> yeah. I started looking it up. I was like, holy cow. Like, especially, it seems like it, it, it I mean, you talked about the song. They, they, they talked about that. But then even when they were doing the live action, like it brought back a lot of the controversy and, and there was more controversy with the live action one as well. And it's just, I just right. had... I had no idea. It really made me sit and look at this movie and think. What? <laughs> Going back to the line about where it's flat and immense and the heat is intense. The next line is it's barbaric, but Hey, it's home yeah. uh, was left in. Yeah. So yeah, which, it kind of goes more along with the, the edited one, you know, about cutting off the ear. Yeah. Cause they don't like your face. Um, it's also been criticized because the characters have anglicized features and Anglo American accents. Yeah. In contrast to some of the other characters in the film who have foreign ac accents, you know, 
it says grotesque facial features and appear villainous and greedy. So the main characters are anglicized where the, the, the other cast is not. And, you know, yeah. um, Yeah. I just, you mentioned that the people don't have many bad things. It just made me think of all that different things that I, all those different things that I was reading, but I don't know. I think people are just way too sensitive about things. And maybe that's horrible for me to say if so. Yeah. Sorry. Get out of here. Get out of here with your white privilege, James. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading something the other day where they were talking about how Disney has been looking at characters and which ones they need to apologize for or try to get out in front of. And they were talking about Captain Hook from Peter Pan and And Tinkerbell and Tinkerbell from Peter (laughs) Pan. And like Tinkerbell is like, because she's too conscious of her body. So it's body shaming to people and Captain Hook, since his hand was taken off and he's got a hook that it paints every disabled person as a villain. And it's like, uh, I just don't get how people are manufacturing all this, these different things. They're, 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 these aren't blanket statements. Yeah, you know, just so. because. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to go off on another tangent. I apologize. Back to the movie, Jason. Go for it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, some some of the awards it received uh, a lot of nominations for mostly its music. It won two Academy Awards for best original score and best original song for a whole new world. Um, which is see. a which is a great song. Oh yeah, yeah. I hear it. Except for when I sing it, apparently. <laughs> well, it's. Well, it's beautiful when you we, sing it. When though. you relabel it a whole new world. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I apologize, Cody. I'm sorry. So it was yeah, so that's it was beautiful. It was wrong then. It's wrong, wrong now, now, James. <laughs> Let's see what else. It's uh, 90 minutes long, so an hour and a half. Uh, had a budget of 28 million. Like I said uh, earlier, it made about 400 and 504 million worldwide. Um, so I enjoyed this movie. It, you know, it's in the, it's in the Disney Renaissance period. So we're looking at, you know, the little mermaid and, uh, the rescuers you know, down under the rescuers down under, which is probably the greatest one from that era. Um, <laughs> you know, we got the lion King coming up next. We, you know, little mermaid, beauty and the beast, etc. So, um, it's in a great period of time. Um, the me, I mean, the music is great. I, uh, Robin Williams, hilarious. Um, I, it did, it did spawn a, a live action, um, movie, Aladdin, which we're going to have uh, to cancel now because of, uh, Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah. And there's, um, there's actually a sequel for that, right? It's supposed to be coming is. out. Yeah. Is there? Oh, I looked a, on, can I a live on, action sequel. Yeah. Cause I looked on IMDB cause I was looking through, facts and stuff and it shows aladdin part two with this i don't know about will smith but it shows the same guy playing aladdin the same person playing jasmine i'm pretty sure oh, but it's got it slated for i think next year maybe oh i've not even seen that announced that's interesting yeah because there was an the, animated sequel right the return of jafar indeed and did you know that patrick stewart from star trek the next generation was supposed to be jafar He's, but because of next generation scheduling conflicts, he wasn't he able couldn't. to be. I was been saying that for the last couple of movies. He's been supposed to have been in all these movies. He's, he, I did read that this was the one that really, like, he regretted the most not being able to do. Not, not, not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It. I just. I can't even imagine 
Jafar not being voiced by whoever he was voiced by. I couldn't even tell you the guy's name, but and actually Aladdin Jonathan too. Freeman. Hmm. I'm looking was up the Aladdin. actor. I'm looking up Aladdin too. It says it's supposed to be out in 2025. I mean, obviously they haven't even oh, started yeah. shooting right. or anything at this point. So that's a the only, couple years out still. The only ones that are associated with it are the actors for Aladdin and Jasmine, which are the same from the first live action. So, and it does show Guy Ritchie as director also. Hmm. So, anyways. Well, all right. Uh, let's see. That's I think that's all the main details I had. I, like I said, I. I, I like this movie. I, favorite character has to be the genie, uh, yeah. Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, just, just Robin Williams. So, um, and the music was good. Um, I, I, I can't, there's nothing bad about this movie that I see, uh, you know, as a, as a, as a privileged male, I guess. I don't know. Uh, privileged so, white male yeah with yeah, your anglo yeah. features right right so i would have fit in right with the movie um but yeah i mean it's great 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 movie um we'll watch it if it's on um one that i've seen obviously leading up to this watch the movie uh but i can probably two or three times in the past year i've watched aladdin so um that's really all I got to say. What, what, what did you guys think of the movie? I love this movie. Um, like I said, before watching it this time for to refresh for, for this episode, um, I had never even thought about anything controversial about Aladdin <laughs> at all until I started reading it. And then I just started thinking, man, I, I, I don't know. But Aladdin, I mean, this one I can remember seeing in the theater. You know, it came out when in 92, so I would have just graduated from high school the year before. Um, and I thought this was a great movie. I mean, this is this is when I was starting to get back into Disney stuff and the, the movies were getting good and, and uh, again, and I loved it. I thought it was great. I think Robin Williams is spectacular in this movie and pretty much any movie that he's in. Uh, mm-hmm. he, the guy is just freaking hilarious. I mean, you can't you can't watch him without just at least I can't watch him without just dying laughing. I mean, the fact that he ad libs so much stuff like that is just amazing to me. And all the different uh, all the different impersonations in there, you know, Jack Nicholson <laughs> and all these different things. It's like it's like holy cow, this guy is just yeah. like it just it just makes the whole movie. And I really i I like the live action remake also. Um, which I usually don't like the live react, uh, the live action ones, but I like this one. I like the Beauty and the Beast one, but I I love the card the animated yeah one. Um, it's just fantastic, I think. So it's it's one of my very favorite movies. Yeah, I feel bad for uh, for Will Smith because he's the one that ultimately got cast. But I don't think anyone could have really done genie justice trying to follow up robin williams in that oh yeah i think anybody trying to follow up is got a real tough time (laughs) yeah but i think will smith did a great job in that movie i I really enjoyed his yeah he uh, he he made it his own he wasn't trying to do a copy which is the best thing he could have done yeah no i thought he did great it was a little weird seeing will smith blue but hey well, he's pretty blue yeah. right now too. He's pretty sad. <laughs> he is a little blue, and I think he's gonna be for a while. 
So, oh. anyways. Yeah, um, I too enjoyed this movie. Uh, again, like I said, for Beauty and the Beast and The Little Mermaid, this is a movie that uh, I had on VHS growing up that I watched frequently, either in my own house or at my grandmother's house or at James's house. <laughs> there was a lot of Disney <laughs> movies everywhere I went. And it's just, it's a classic. Um, the, the Renaissance era for Disney is other than rescuers down under, which almost doesn't really fit the bill for, for Renaissance uh, era yeah. compared to all they the had other to put movies it in, that are in there. They had right. to put it in that era because it did was after little mermaid. So yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just, I don't know. There's, there's almost not a bad movie in this, in this era. You know, this is really where, Disney came back and, and made their stride. Um, the music is great. And like we've all talked about is just, you know, the great Robin Williams that really, I think he holds, he's the glue to this movie, you know, as good as, you know, Aladdin is and the Prince Ali song. Uh, I love that song. That's a really good song. Uh, but you know, Jeannie makes his appearance in that song too. So, um, Oh, but there's, I mean, this movie is good, uh, throughout from start to finish. Um, something that I had noticed, I don't know, a few years ago in, in my adult years, rewatching this movie, um, is the fact that in the, the beginning of the movie, that opening scene with the, the merchant and, you know, the Arabian Nights song when you're first coming into the village or whatever, he's kind of showing you all of his wares in his little uh, stand and he's got a hookah (laughs) and, um, it kind of threw me off for the first time I realized it as a, uh, as a, you know, a older teenager or as a, as a young adult or younger adult than I am now, you know, 18, 19 in that era. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting for, uh, Disney to put a, a hookah in one of their children's animated shows, movies, Um, and I'm sure it's, you know, potentially, I have no idea really, but I would assume it might be accurate for the time and place in which the movie takes place. And so, but it was just weird because it was such a, it wasn't like it was just sitting in the background. Like they bring attention to the hookah specifically. And, but then as I was thinking about that fact tonight, I'm like, oh, it's not the first time we've seen a hookah in a Disney movie. We saw one way back in. Alice in Wonderland with the caterpillar. And so I don't know. I guess they're they're trying to carry on that tradition with Walt and his smoking, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, this is a great movie. It's, you almost can't find anything really negative to say about this movie other than maybe some of the controversial things that we've now been educated upon and have put serious thought into. Um, and the music's great. Robin Williams is a, a 12 out of 10 and yeah, this movie's great. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Some of the, I, before we move on to our ratings, uh, I did find some critical things about it and one coming from Roger Ebert. So, um, first it says some aspects of the film were widely criticized. Ed Gonzalez of slant magazine wrote a negative review describing this film as racist, ridiculous, and a narcissistic circus act from Robin Williams. 
Uh, well, I don't that's know about this guy. the complete Ed, opposite of what we just said. Yeah, Ed Gonzalez is, but yeah, I I don't know. And then Roger, Roger Ebert, who generally praised their film in his review, considered the music inferior to its predecessors, The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, and claimed Aladdin and Jasmine were pale and routine. He criticized what he saw as the film's use of ethnic stereotypes, writing, most of the Arab characters have exaggerated facial characteristics, hooked noses, glowering brows, thick lips, but Aladdin and the princess look like white American teenagers. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I'm not going to dispute the, that, but that was some of the critical reception, but for the most part, I don't know. Uh, I just, I mean, I can see how an adult may be more critical of something like that. Yeah. But I don't feel like that's not, and, and I don't know, maybe it's because I grew up as a, as a white male, but I, those were things I didn't see, didn't notice. Well, half white male. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like 70% white. So, yeah. So, you so, know yeah, what? But- I scratch all of that. I'm, I, I have right to an opinion. I, I have minority <laughs> in me. <laughs> I just never mind. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> overall, I think it's a, it was a great, great, great movie. So let's, let's go to our ratings. Yes. See what you guys thought. Uh, who wants to go first today? I'll go first. Okay. All right. I ain't scared. He ain't scared. So coming after your 100 for Beauty and the Beast, what do you give Aladdin? Yeah. So going into this, I have a lot of good memories of Aladdin. It's always been one of my favorite Disney movies. Um, I love Robin Williams' performance. Uh, we can go on and on and keep repeating the same things over and over. But yeah, as as I started thinking of my rating and looking at all these different controversies, it actually started. I started rethinking, kind of like, well, uh, am I justified in what I was thinking? And I thought, you know what, I, I understand and I respect whatever opinion people have uh, about it. That's fine. For me, I love this movie. I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. The music, the animation, uh, the acting. Uh, and I think Robin Williams takes it all the way to my rating, and I give this one a hundred also. So wow, yeah, the heck with everybody. Back to back one hundred. Yep, wow. back to back, back to back. Yeah. I give it a hundred, and all I right. and I actually tried not to. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking, well, I probably shouldn't give this a hundred because of all the controversy. But then I thought, you know what? No, I like all the things about this movie, and and I'm not trying to be disrespectful towards anybody by any means. But I like the right. movies, so hey. I guess I shouldn't right. follow that up with the heck with everybody because then that's disrespectful. But that's all right. What do you think, Cody? Um, well, d- despite the fact that I keep saying you, you can't find anything wrong with with this movie, um, I'm not scoring it a hundred, and I just feel that in my heart, as much as I like this movie, there are other movies that I like more than this, and so I feel like when we we can't really exceed a hundred on this, on this scale that we're using. So I don't want to have the next 30 movies. I'll be a hundred or I guess 29 because home on the range is going to be a flat zero. Um, so that being said, as much as I like this movie and I did not by any means give it a bad score. Uh, I gave this a 93. 93. All right. Well, my rating, That's I would better than Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, by one yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was 
looking at this movie and I was like, what, what can I give Aladdin? And my first thought was, well, I can't give it a 99 cause I don't, I, I, to me, Beauty and the Beast was better than Aladdin. Okay. Uh, so and I was like, well, what about a 90, you know, it's, it's, it's like around a 95, but I didn't want to tie it with the little mermaid. Cause I think little mermaid is better than Aladdin. See, now so we're, now we're getting tricky. Cause there's only 10 numbers between 90 and a hundred. Right. So I gave it a 94. A 94. Because um, it, it is, Aladdin is probably, at the end of the day, when we're all done with the movies, will probably be in the top seven, uh, possibly. Uh, right now, I think it's top five. Yeah. Um, for me, anyways. For our um, combined rating, it's number two right now. Is it? Yes. I don't know right. if it's so what, tied for something, but... ninety What, 95.67? Yes. Yeah, Puts I don't number five. see that tying with anything else. I see number uh, three being Little Mermaid at a ninety-five. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because I've got Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, then Little Mermaid, and then, then Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. you guys threw that one way out of proportion. No, no, we what gave are you it a correct about? score. <laughs> Yeah, Jason with a 100, James with a 96, and then me giving it an honest rating of 78. I I don't really know what to rate this movie, but my stomach is kind of telling me to go with a 78. So kind of like like when I gave Fox and the Hound the honest rating of 71 and you gave it 100. Am I a part of the mob now? I'm over here, you know. I got a part-time gig with The Godfather or something. <laughs> you you uh, come I'm to me w- in a moment of need. <laughs> so yeah, we got some we got some good ones coming up: Lion King, Pocahontas, Hunchback, Hercules, Milan, Tarzan. So, um, which yeah, some it, of those it, for it, me personally are going to be a little lower than yeah. what these last few have been. Yeah, I don't know yeah. that I've ever seen Pocahontas. I've well, seen Hunchback. You'll, you'll get to. I haven't uh, seen Hercules. I know that. But if you if you talk to any any Disney movie fan or you know movie critic, uh, I mean movies like Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Aladdin are gonna be in the top top of their list. Maybe not number one, maybe not number two, but you know. So us us having it Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and Little Mermaid is is nothing shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, so far, so yeah. Um, so we do have a few ratings from some listeners and family members. Uh, whoop, whoop. Kate, Kaylee, I got a rating from her. She's, she's, she's back on the right track. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she woke up on the right side of the bed. Yeah, she did. She, she, she gave Aladdin a 90. Which, nice. Okay. Which is, which okay. Is That's acceptable. Uh, yeah. Uh, my sister, Amber, right around there. She gave it an 89. Uh, okay. I actually have a comment from Amber. Uh, she usually sends in comments. Why do uh, Aladdin and Jasmine look so anglified? Yeah, that's what she said. Now, she says, I give Aladdin an 89. I enjoy the movie and watch it a lot with my kids, but it's not my absolute favorite. Fair. I always did wish that Disneyland in California had an Aladdin-themed ride, though. Tokyo Disney has a full section dedicated to Aladdin called the Arabian Coast. It's really neat. And then she sent a picture of uh, Jasmine and her daughter on their last trip. Um, taking a picture together. Cool. Uh, cool. So 
She said, this is from our last trip. Jasmine spoke English and had a Japanese interpreter so she could talk to the crowd. Nice. So, uh, in Japan, Jasmine is Anglified. Uh, <laughs> uh, to see, to the point I, where the person they have cast to be Jasmine in Japan doesn't even know Japanese <laughs> to where she has to yeah. have an interpreter. Yeah. Which she is, is, she is, she is Japanese though. She, or she looks of, you know, Japanese yeah. descendant. Yeah. She's I, got I would, Japanese features. So I would love to know Amber's experience where they've been frequent visitors at this point to Tokyo Disneyland. Cause I have also been to Tokyo Disneyland. Granted it was only once, but when we were there, we really struggled finding anyone of cast that spoke English. And we found it very difficult trying to communicate when we were trying to order something or just trying to ask a question. There was certainly a, uh, a language barrier. Right. Um, and so I'm curious if, if she's also had that or does she have, I mean, she's been there for several months now. Does she know rough Japanese to kind of navigate situations like that? So maybe she can email us and tell us. Well, we're, I'll see if I'll see if we can get her on one time. Uh, that would be cool as as a special guest, and we can uh, we can talk about it. We yeah, that would be awesome. Tokyo Disney. Yeah. So cool. Amber, if you're listening, let me know when you're available. Um, yep. Because it is crazy time difference. I don't I don't know what time it is right now, but it's Morning. it's definitely Friday. It's definitely Friday over there. Sometimes it's got to be close to noon on Friday. Yeah, Maybe time in Japan. It is one forty seven p.m. on Friday. Yeah. So, uh, which she doesn't work. So th- this time would probably be okay for her to record. Maybe, maybe the kids are at school or yeah, it's the middle of the day, et cetera. So, yeah. So then I got one more rating from Marcia. She gave it an 87. 87. So, <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah. Cool. Right around there. So there you go. Uh, James, did you have any other ratings from Brianna? Brianna. Okay. 94. She gave it a 94. All right. She's, she's, she's pretty smart. Yep. That kind of, now she, she has given the little mermaid beauty and the beast and Aladdin all 94s. Yep. She has. <laughs> so they're all, they're, they're all equally as good to her. She, she did I, I gave it that, a, she did ahead, say Tim. that she might want to go back and readjust some of her scores. <laughs> now, that <she's>, <laughs> now that she's been doing a couple of them, she's like, well, maybe, right. maybe Oliver and company didn't really quite deserve that score. So, <laughs> <laughs> what did she give Oliver and Company? Because I don't have that one marked down. I've got it down as a ninety-three. Okay. When she I was talking to me down. earlier, I thought she said ninety-two, but I have ninety-three on my spreadsheet, so I'm not sure. Okay. All right. So that's our ratings. Ratings of a few followers. And uh, next episode, we will be watching The Lion King. Cody, did Disney's... you have any other ratings? Cody, second. Oh yeah, I did not did... have any other ratings. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Lucy didn't watch it. She did not. Mm. Um, she's seen it, but she did not watch it recently right. for the purpose of this. And okay. Rush and Amy are off watching Pixar movies, like they totally derailed. Oh, they're they're. Uh... He he texted me last week, and he's like, "Hey, are Pixar movies a part of your of your rankings?" And I was like, "No, we're we're just doing Disney animated movies." And he's like, "Oh, okay. We are watching Up right now." So I was just wondering. I was like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a great movie, but uh, wrong company." Yeah. <laughs> That's right. If we if we move into Pixar, maybe they can 
give it some ratings. Yeah, I'd love to do Pixar, um, but we're only halfway through this project. So yes. yeah, yeah, yes. we got to finish this one first. Yes, oh so. certainly, we can't so. start jumping around now. So that's all. That's all we got for Aladdin. Uh, looking forward to the Lion King and our next episode. Um, yes. So that brings us to what I've been looking forward to all <laughs> night long. Woo! Uh, and I'll, it's going to be the, the a, 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 thing, a special thing we've been doing for a while, uh, Cody's Corner. But Cody's uh, Corner. It seems like every episode Cody would say, you know, I'm working, on a, I'm working on a theme song. I'm working on a theme song. Well, guess what Cody finally finished? A theme song? He got himself a theme song for his Cody's Corner. There is now an official jingle for Cody's Corner. And I will say, as many times as I've said I was working on it, I didn't actually start working on this till yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) He was was working on it in his head the whole time. I had ideas. I I knew what I wanted to do. I just didn't actually put, you know, so to pen to to paper, so to speak, and actually do something about it until until yesterday. Because I was like... Unless I make myself go in there and do it, it's never going to happen. And I wanted there to be something. So, so well, let's hear. It. I have not, I have not heard it yet. James has not heard it yet. Cody, Cody sent me the file. I loaded it into the soundboard without listening to it. Uh, so he's got a he's got a jingle. We'll we'll see if it's any good here in a second. But <laughs> I will. I think it. Whole, I think it will be. It's going to be a whole new world. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> On that note, I feel the need to add in a disclaimer. (laughs) Um, I think it's going to be great. And and let me throw in a disclaimer before your disclaimer. I'm going to love whatever you put together because you're putting yourself out there. And I'm just having fun with the world thing. I apologize. Oh no! What, whatever you, you put out there, I'm going to love After, it, and I'm, I'm I admire whatever you put together. I'm going to love it. I just can't wait to hear it. I've been <laughs> dealing with you for almost 25 years now, and it, it, you just can't hurt my feelings anymore. <laughs> I've become numb. That's a that's a very sad statement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to make me feel okay or make me feel it's, bad. It's, it's, it's all I, I have learned that it is all in jest and done with love, and so I am not offended. Okay, it is with love, and I understand. Yeah. I sometimes. So, what's go your far. disclaimer, Cody? I apologize. My disclaimer is: I am by by no means whatsoever a professional singer, uh, despite my. Um, love of singing my love of singing and my um, part of my ethnic heritage love for karaoke because the Filipino people love their karaoke um, <laughs> especially when I went to the Philippines I'm walking is that a the, is that a karaoke machine behind you hey you don't need to look at that um, <laughs> um, walking through the middle of this jungle right the, Dirt roads, barely any electricity. So, and what you think of when you think of Philippines and you see it on TV, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty accurate. Um, okay. These people are. I mean, and this is not an exaggeration. These people, and outside of the city, of course, a lot of them live in legitimate grass huts um, that they've built from the materials from the jungle, and despite that living in a grass hut, having a dirt floor 
or, you know, palm fronds down on the floor or whatever. They have a flat screen TV and a karaoke machine <laughs> in their grass hut uh, because priorities. So, yeah, despite how that love of music is embedded in my in my ethnic blood, um, I am by no means a professional singer as much as I would maybe like to think that I am. I am not. Um, I showed this to Lucy last night and she gave me uh, some really good constructive criticisms and we kind of worked on it together a little bit. Um, But one of her first comments was um, about how one of my words was very flat (laughs) Um, as far as how it was sung. Um, I'm trying to follow this melody and then there's this one word and it's like you can hear it and it was just as flat as can be, as flat as a board. And I was like, wow, that does actually sound pretty bad. Um, I, I should have got, you should have got her to do it with you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I tried my best to fix it and I, and I did fix it, but, um, I tried my best and granted maybe it was rushed a little cause I just started it yesterday and now we're debuting it here. But I think with trying to make it short, cause it's, I don't know, this isn't a song, Right. As much as it is, it isn't. It's, it's, it's only 20 seconds because this is just an, a little jingles intro segment into Cody's corner. It doesn't need to take up a minute plus worth of time. And initially what the project I was trying to work on was going to be a minute, minute and a half long. And I'm like, this is, it's too much for, for what it, what, what it needs to be. And so I scaled it back and I hope you enjoy it. All right, let's check it out. The world premiere of Cody's Corner Jingle. Here we go. (laughs) Cody's Corner, come on, gather round. Cody's Corner, where nobody wears a frown. Cody's Corner. I love it. Cody. All That's right. fantastic. That is awesome. <laughs> so there is the long awaited, long promised jingle for Cody's Corner. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Awesome. That's really made good. by right. yours truly. Very good job. Did it did it all himself. Yep. All right, so tell us about Cody's Corner and let's get into it. Okay, so um I still do not have an official script like we've created for Disney A to Z, but Briefly, in a nutshell, Cody's Corner is a segment that we do every episode where I pose a question to Jason and James and, and, and myself as well. I contribute my thoughts and opinions. And as long as this question falls within the Disney umbrella, parks, music, company, history, the man himself, any of their subsidiaries, as long as it's within the umbrella of Disney it is available and open for me to ask. Recently, however, the last several episodes, we have been doing a theme of going through the Disneyland Resort. We started over in Disneyland and we went land by land and said, hey, let's look at this land and our opinions. What do we want to see go? Whether it's an attraction that we don't care for, whether um, you have a um, a hatred for Starbucks or you don't 
you know, this space isn't maybe being utilized as well as it could. It's a very open question, land by land. What do you want out of there? And it's completely personal, no right or wrong answer. We completed Disneyland Resort. We jumped into downtown Disney last episode. And now this episode, we're going to continue with that theme and we're going to make our way into Disney California Adventure. And so the first land, if you will, that we arrive in when going into Disney California Adventure is going to be the newly created since whenever it was rededicated, what, 2011, 2012, somewhere in that era, Buena Vista Street. So, Jason and James, in Buena Vista Street, what needs to go? Okay. I, I've got an easy answer for that if you want me to go, go first. So Buena Vista Street, at the end of the street on the left, end there's the a the store. Right where, you know, where the Christmas tree usually is? Indeed. The entrance to this store is there. So off to the left, as you go in at the first, there's like different clothings. And then you go into like a, a toy area, then a kid's area, then a, a women's area, men's area. And anyways, you keep going through and this back store yeah. is like supposed to be like this high price, like uh, it's just dresses and purses vibe. yeah dresses and purses and really high-end type things but yeah. to me they don't look all that high-end and i just i just don't like that store i think it man i want to say at one point it was a candy store there i mean i know they have the candy store on the other side of the street now but i want to say at one point that that was the candy store but i don't mm. know for sure but anyways that store whatever it's called i don't know the name of it but it can go all the rest of the shops are fine but that one particular shop, I just always single it out when I'm walking through that I just don't like that store. So it's out. Do you for me frequent that store often? No, but it right it's right up next to, you know, like I think the men's section or the women's section or yes. something. So we're always walking in there and I'm always looking to go through that store. But every time I go into that store, I'm just like, nah, let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So no, Fair I don't enough. think I've ever bought anything from that particular section. Of those mm-hmm. stores. Uh, so, no, I mean, I frequent it as, as far as I walk through it because yeah. it's connected to the other stores. But I just, that particular store could go or be rethemed or yeah. do something else. That's, I mean, Buena Vista Street, I don't think there's a whole lot to choose from as far as yeah. what's going to go. So, I mean, I'm thinking mostly shops and stuff. So, yeah. for me, that's for me that's it. All right. Um, is is Teresa into the, the Dooney and Burke purses? The Disney, Dooney, and Burks? No. Okay, good for you. Yes. Because <laughs> they're expensive. Yes, let's keep that quiet, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Moving on. <laughs> Jason? Uh, isn't there a Starbucks on Buena Vista Street? Yes. There is. But that's, yes. that's, too, that's too easy. That's low-hanging fruit that I'm going to leave hanging. So <laughs> um, what I would... And it's not that I want to get rid of this, um, but more of change it, I guess. Okay. When yeah. you first come into Disney California Adventure, on the left-hand side, Oswald's. there's Oswald's. Yep. They don't sell crap about Oswald. <laughs> Did they not think, used to sell the Oswald I, ears? The hat? I thought they. I thought they did. They no longer sell those. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't think they we, have. We, 
that anywhere anymore. No, no. We actually ran into a guy because we were looking for something for Calvin and he loves Oswald. I saw a guy wearing the ears and he got it at some Oswald convention. Oh, there's so, an Oswald convention? Yeah, he got it at some convention. Uh, so what I would do is I would take Oswald's and make it more dedicated to Oswald. I mean, it's yeah. got hats and stuff in there and yeah, uh, it's not that big, but make it it's it's Oswald's make it and it and it's so small it wouldn't be hard to come up with five or eight unique pieces and and you know to fill the gaps you can put a couple other random miscellaneous stuff yeah generic have some some hats have some shirts have some you know plush toys some uh, pins some some pins yeah um so I would I would I would get rid of the what the the current Oswald's store and make it a true Oswald store okay all right so I like it and I'll leave, I'll leave Starbucks for all you coffee people, Like, <laughs> <laughs> get it out of my Disneyland. Okay. Hey, their mango dragon fruit lemonade is really good. Yeah. Mango that. dragon fruit lemonade. Yes. I think that's what it is. I don't go there very often, but I'm pretty sure that's what it, those are all the flavors that are in there. Okay. Well, that sounds like I may have to try that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I think it's the yeah, it's the mango dragon fruit lemonade. I looked it up. It's a it's one of their refresher drinks, and it is refreshing. I was gonna say, do you feel refreshed after drinking? <laughs> so, what do you say, Cody? Oh man, it's a hard one. I think, um, Buena Vista Street is beautiful. Um, and, um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. It's it's tough trying to find something in. Buena Vista Street specifically that needs to go. So I'm going to be a little cheaty. I'm going to cheat a little bit on this one. Um, It's going to be something that I've talked about multiple times on this podcast before. And I'm going to go at the threshold of Disney California Adventure um, and say that the name needs to go. It is no longer a California adventure. I'm sorry, but it just isn't. That's a good point. Yep. Um, it, it, I change it to Disney Studios, Disney Hollywood Studios, uh, Disney uh, IP Studios. I, it, it's becoming the IP park. I mean, granted, there's IPs over in um, Disneyland too, but where you've got all the Pixar stuff and you've got all the Marvel stuff over there. What if you kept Disney California Adventure in the name, but added studio somewhere? Disney California Adventure Studios. It's getting really wordy at that point. <laughs> um, then, then it then it could be DCAS. DCAS. I don't know. Uh, sure. Um, and, and I say that that's a good middle ground. I don't. I don't hate that idea. Um, but I I almost think that then when they kind of re- don't they have the Disney. Studios down in Burbank, so you can't really call it Disney Studios. Yeah, Walt Disney Studio. Well, yeah, because what what do they call it in Paris? The secondary park is that Walt Disney Studios? I think it's Walt Disney Studio. Yeah, I'd have to look it up. Uh, It's been so long since I was there. You know, they they have the Hollywood Studios in Magic in in Walt Disney World. And so I don't know. I, I I'm beaten the dead horse or whatever the, the saying <laughs> is. Um 
that's my cheating answer for for yes. the front of the park. It it needs a new name on the front of the park. I do not disagree. Okay. So well, that takes good. care of the front of the park slash Buena Vista Street. Par- Paris is called Walt Disney Studios Park because it's Disneyland Park and then it's Walt Disney Studios Park. So park is officially part of the name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Is it also officially Disneyland Park in California or is it just Disneyland? I've, I've seen it referred to as Disneyland Park. Because I've seen it called Disney California Adventure Park also. Yeah. And then the whole thing is Disneyland Resort. Right. So. Okay. Well. Yeah. Because if you look on the Disney app. Well, no, right there. It says Disneyland on one side. Disney Disneyland Park actually pops up right at the monorail by the entrance gates. But then if you make it bigger, it just says Disneyland. So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Peculiar. I'd have to Google the official. So where are we going now? Oh. Are we going to make a left or a right? That's a tough one. Um, or are we going straight? Oh, or are we going straight? I mean, straight doesn't really take us anywhere. Straight's like no, this just w- the parade corridor that just kind of goes yeah. in between everything. Yeah, because you could go straight, but then you eventually you do have to go off somewhere because you either just continue going straight all the way into what they are now calling Paradise Gardens. Yep, Paradise Gardens Park. Yeah. Um I I say um cuz I think it'll be more challenging. Let's go right. So we're going to hook a right at the their little hub area and go into um Grizzly Peak airfield okay and so where does this where does this starts basically at the uh what's that what's the name of that restaurant smoke jumpers grill yeah smoke Smoke jumpers Jumpers grill Grill. yep uh would encompass uh soaring of course yes encompass um humphrey's service and supplies yeah it's a one of the stores. Yep. Right across uh, from Soren where those bathrooms yep. are. Yeah. And I would Rapids. say we'll, especially since they've kind of combined it into one solid area, we'll take this from smoke jumpers grill all the way to grizzly river run and redwood trail. Creek challenge trail, challenge basically trail. to where the theming changes from the redwoods to little mermaid. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. So what's got to go this, there? This one's easy for me. Yeah, oh. me too. Okay. I bet I know what you're going to say. Okay. Say Jason, it. go ahead. You want to say it together? <laughs> no. Or are you that confident? <laughs> I'm getting ready. I'm getting rid of soaring over the world. Okay. And bringing back soaring over California for good. Gotcha. The world's got to go. The world the world can go to Florida. <laughs> oh, and we've touched on this before, too. It makes sense yes. putting Soren over the world at Disney World because it's in Epcot where you have the world showcase. Enough said. Um, it fits perfectly. And Disney California Adventure 
Let's bring back Soren over California. Over California. Okay. Case closed. Which they do. They do for limited engagements. Limited engagements. It's, it's, it's back <sighs> currently now for the um, um, what's going on? Food and wine oh, festival. The, uh, food and wine, wine festival. festival. Yeah. Yeah, so. and it generated a, a hundred and like sixty minute standby time today because it's. Nice. I think at the end of this week, food and wine is done. Yeah, it's actually done. I believe on Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Is it? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think it's done Tuesday. And then then it goes away, which I think is just everybody wants it back and I don't know why they don't just do it. Maybe it's maybe it's the McRib theory. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you keep, instead of just keeping it on the menu, it generates more revenue bringing it back for these stupid limited engagements. These small, yeah. 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 So what do you think, James? The well, mix ruined the same it for thing. everything. I, I would do the, the world also. Okay. I like the ride, but I mean, you guys have just said it all. It's better in Epcot yeah. and it's better to keep the Soren over California for California Adventure. It just makes sense. So that's an easy one. Okay. Cody, yeah. what about you? I don't know. This is my favorite area of the park. Um, just, I like that redwood theming and cause I hated the, uh, condor flats theming. It was just so dull. Um, and I love that it's now, it's, you know, it's still kind of an airfield, but now it's the grizzly peak airfield and that redwoods yeah. theme has come down all the way through that area. That was one of the best decisions they've, they've made. In my I do opinion. like. I do like walking around the Grizzly Peak, like behind the Grizzly River Run, mm, that yeah. walkway. You can walk behind it yeah. and just walk it all around there. Yeah, that's uh, nice. Not my favorite part of the park, but I do like uh, walking around that that area. So Yeah. Yep. Yep, that would be my favorite area of the park. So this one's tough for me because I, I want to – because I wanted to try to be different than you guys, and I didn't really know what I was going to say going into this. When you both said you guys had the same idea in mind, I initially thought you both were going to say Redwood Creek, Redwood Creek challenge trail. Um, no, see, I have good memories of Redwood Creek <laughs> challenge trail with my kids. So do I. So do I going, with, with Cody actually with Cody, yeah. with Cody and my son Tyler and, and with all yeah. of us in there. And I, and I, yeah, I've got lots of good such, pictures back there. Such, and fun such great memories there. that, that, uh, I used to get tired of being in there because that's where you guys wanted to be. I was like, no, we let's go. We, we got to go on rides. When we, me and my wife and my sister and her husband did a Segway tour of California Adventure uh, many, many years ago when it, you know, when they were doing that. And one of the things that we did on the Segway tour is went through the trail and kind of around there. So yeah, I've got all kinds of memories of that place. So yeah. Yeah. I, I hope they never change that. So, which is interesting to me because I don't have those memories. Obviously, I was there, and then there's yeah. the the proof is in the the pictures that you guys have. And you're, I want to say there was once like there was this little slide that you were afraid to go down. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's what's weird to me is you guys are saying that you know kind of collectively with because you guys all had kids kind of in similar age ranges uh, and then me being included in that age range. Also um, we spent a lot of time in there. And for me, Mm -hmm. when I look back on it, my memory is we never got to go in there as kids, which clearly is false. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
And so I don't know where that came from, but my instinct would be to get rid of it. There's a lot of real estate there. You could do something else with it, but then it's like, what else are you really going to put in there? That's going to fit so well with the theming of that land. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like, I would think that it is a great place for kids to, to run around and, and, and work off some energy and sugar and things like that and take them back. And they're, they're tuckered out, you know? Um, and I've gone in yeah. there as an adult and running around on like the, the rope bridges and, and things like that. And uh, it's, it's a good time. And there was, there was times because of the way it's situated, um, that we would sit near the front exit uh-huh. and then the kids can just run around. We didn't have, we were, you know, there was only one way in one way out and we were sitting at the exit. So they couldn't, they couldn't sneak out. So they got to, you know, basically have the run of they can go wherever they wanted in the little red wheat Creek challenge area. Uh, so it, it kind of, it was, it was cool for them too, because then they felt like freedom, you know, they were a little more independent. They were free. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yep. Hey, there's some, Uh-oh. there's a, there's a couple pictures I have of Cody yeah. in that area. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> how you're able to find these so quickly. <laughs> Well, I try to keep my photos organized and I have try to keep a system on how to find them quickly. Yeah, man. Well, I might have to post those on our Facebook page. What was it with <laughs> the overalls? It was, it was, a, it was a style. Yep. They almost look so. like they corduroy coat overalls. They, they are. I remember right. them. They definitely are. <laughs> yes, they are. I'm looking at them now. Yep. Without man. a doubt, that's what they are. <laughs> So we will we will get those posted up on the Facebook page. I mean, I've seen these pictures before, um, and yeah, I'm like I look looking like I'm having a blast. Like you can't yeah. can't deny the smile on that face. So, yeah. and I think this one right oh, here. There's another. I think this is the slide he was scared to go to, <laughs> uh, which is yep, that's it. Which is a little weird because of the fact that. Oh, the slide's like six feet long. Yeah, that's why I say that it's weird because I've also got this picture of you going down this slide, which was way longer. <laughs> right. Yeah, for some reason, I can remember him being scared on those two little gray ones. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I have that memory too. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> the so, only thing I can sorry, think so, of... Sorry to all the listeners as we're looking at photos that you yeah. can't see. <laughs> But you'll see them. Jason will post them. It sounds yeah, like. I'll post them. You're gonna have to <laughs> maybe, at least maybe send them to Amber because Amber's gonna be invested in what these pictures yeah. are. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe Tyler went down and maybe fell fell off the edge or something, and then you didn't want to go on it. Or I don't I don't remember what the I don't know. I feel like if because Tyler was not that much bigger than me. I mean, he has like eight months on me or whatever. But if he was gonna fly off that thing, that they would have been having an issue with that with kids all the time. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. And there's, oh, there's, there's a picture of your mom smiling while she's at at Disney Park. So I won't, I won't post that <laughs> with a fanny pack. With a yeah. fanny pack, yeah, you better not post that. Don't get me in trouble. Oh, and look, her trusty <laughs> stick of chapstick can't go anywhere without the chapstick. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> She's almost got like this tracksuit thing on. Like, what is happening in this picture? Uh, all right. Anyways, sorry, I could I could sit and look at pictures all night. We better. I just it think it amazes me how you're just able to recall some of these memories and then just 
within a minute provide photo evidence. I need to I need to go through James's photos and find some like some, I, find I some think you have more Disneyland. pictures of me than my own mother does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my I've got my my albums <laughs> a little out of control. I've got fifty thousand five hundred and twenty photos. 4,573 videos. <laughs> See, that's what I need to do. And we're totally getting off topic. But when I was talking to James about my pictures, I need to, I've got a bunch of pictures just in like a file. I need to actually organize those. And I want to do it by like year and then month. Like, Well, if you put them into the photo app, it should do it for yeah, you because it should have all the me. metadata okay. in there and it should automatically put it in there. And that's honestly how I find a lot of the photos is that I know I took them in a particular place. And so you can look right. at an album. Apple will automatically separate them by different things like place. So if I remember where I took a picture, I can just kind of look at that map and zoom in on it. And then all of a sudden all the pictures are right there. Oh, okay. So, right. yeah. and that so along I'll work with, on that. Along with time also and, and yeah. yeah. So. And then, like, you can also, like, even organize them by people's faces. Yeah. It'll yeah, it'll recognize people's can, faces. And I, I wouldn't can, be surprised if James has something, a little circle of me and a face, and it says Cody on it, and he can click on it, and it'll pull up anything that the software is able to recognize as my face. Cody. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, just, right. it's funny because as soon as I look at the face, look at your face, I see video of you. Oh, it? it's my Batgirl cake. <laughs> and I'm wearing the stupid cake hat. <laughs> uh, anyways, anyways. Right. Sorry, I'm so rambling there's, now. There's, there's Cody's Corner. So we'll have another another episode of Cody's Corner next week or next episode. We're going to skip Disney A to Z tonight because we, we are going over two hour mark again. Yeah, sorry, uh, for, sorry for all those that complained about the two hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You can, uh, if, if your, uh, podcast streaming service allows, you can speed it up to like one and a half yep. and then we'll talk a little faster. Then we'll sound like the chipmunks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll get four through. times and we'll sound like Chippendale. Yeah. And the one I use, their cousin. I can, I can slow it down to half. I can put it at one and a half or two and that's as high as it'll let me go as two. Gotcha. So cool. Uh, yeah. That's all. Cody's now Cody, you got to come up with an outro of Cody's Carter song. <laughs> We can play at the end. Uh, It'll just be, now get the hell out of here. <laughs> and don't come back. So that was Cody's Corner. Next week, we'll uh, we'll explore another two, or next week, next episode, whenever that may be, we'll explore another two areas. Um, this one we should be able to finish in another two episodes, I believe, because what do we have left? We have Paradise. Um, you have Paradise Gardens. Park. Park. Pixar Pier area. Pixar Pier. And then you have... Hollywood Land. Hollywood Land. Technically Pacific Wharf, or what do they call that area? The Wharf. Where the restaurants are? Yeah, and I guess maybe we... I don't know. We can touch on it. We can lump it in with another two areas, because the only thing in there is... I mean, I guess you have an attraction yeah. in there, because you have the, the, the sourdough bread factory, but... We can maybe lump that in with something else, and if you want, to I guess get we, we, we've got Hollywoodland, we've got Avengers Campus, Cars Land, Pacific Wharf, Pixar Pier, and Paradise Gardens Park. So there's still what six? Yeah, three episodes. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I don't have to think of anything for at least three more episodes. Hooray. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, before we get out of here tonight, because it's been a long episode, let me uh, share some of our social media. If you want to see those pictures of Cody, 
in uh, the Redwood Creek Challenge area. And uh, trust me, you do. They're cute. You do want to see them. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to go over to our Facebook page at Talking Disney Podcast to see those. And if I wasn't uh, already follow- married, that would have been my <laughs> ticket right there. Let me tell you. <laughs> we would have we would have got you hooked up. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Talking Disney. On Instagram, at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us, TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. If you have any pictures of Cody at Disneyland that you want to share, uh, send those to us and our website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where the show will always be loaded prior to going out to the various popular streaming services. And you know what? Amber may have some pictures of you at Disneyland of me. Uh, yeah. Cause we were there at the same time with, with her a few times. You're telling me I've been to Disneyland with Amber. You have. I, yeah. I'm pretty How sure. old was I? I don't remember um, this. Where's the proof? I need photo probably... evidence, James. This is this is your time to shine. I need me and Amber in the same photo. Go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you've been there with her at least once, maybe twice. But Amber, if you're listening and you have any pictures, because she's 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 got a lot of pictures. Or so. if or if she can at least confirm that this happened and has a specific yeah. memories of this, I I would like to know. Because I want to say once I look through my pictures, I think I've got a picture of us on the train near the New Orleans station uh, with Amber and Trace and our kids. And I think you're, you're on the train too. How old would she have been then? She had to be pretty young. She was a teenager, like 17 or 18 probably. And she was with Trace way back then. Yeah. They, they've been, they were dating when they were like 13 or 14 or something like that. Oh, dang. Or they knew each other at 13 or 14. Yeah. Wow. So she just couldn't get rid of them, huh? Yeah, yeah. No matter how hard she tried. No. All right, you guys got any last minute? Nope, I'm uh, good. Alibis before we get out of here. No. I am good. Never creating All another right. jingle in my life. No, that's awesome. <laughs> that is that is awesome. Cody's corner. Come on, gather round. Cody's corner, where nobody wears a frown. Cody's Corner. <laughs> that is awesome. It was. Now, uh, I want to. I want to make that it, is really good, Cody. That was. Cool. I want to make a new one for my Disney A to Z now. Uh, even though I like yours, I want a song. Well, the bar's been set pretty high. Yeah. You, or you know what? I'll just I'll just work on a new intro. There you go. You can't you can't just get rid of me that easily. No, no. Yeah, because I'm at the Disney this A to Z. Is the Disney A to Z random, random entry. entry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we so, can't get rid yeah, of I'll that. leave that. I'll work I'll work on a new intro. All right. So. All right. All right. But I, I won't use my singing voice. I'll use the voices of Disney characters. <laughs> so all, all right. right. Well, that's all we got. Um I think that's it. Sorry it was so long. Uh we'll try harder next time to make it shorter. <laughs> uh <laughs> Next week we won't talk, or next episode we won't talk about Reedy Creek, so it well, won't be as long. Well, oh, well, maybe well, depends what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we won't talk about the Main Street Electrical Parade. Yes, hallelujah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time out of your day. We really appreciate it, and we had fun. Yep. So, thank you. Um, until uh, until next episode, we will uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye bye. See you real soon. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey?
Uh-huh. It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon Charles Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Because we like you Be careful getting home. <laughs> Bye -bye.